Here we go. Welcome on in. It is time for our week two Big 12 football picks against the spread. I'm Pete Mundo. It is great to be here with you with HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Appreciate you all joining us. A YouTube page. Hit the like button. Share it as well. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I promise you guys a lot more video content. You're getting it. And on the podcast. That's where it all started for this show, on the podcast. So be sure to leave that rating, review, subscribe. We've got Heartland College Sports koozies I'm putting in the mail every single week for you guys. When you leave a rating and a review and send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. All right, shall we do it? Shall we get to the Big 12 football picks against the spread? And uh, you know what? What do you say? Right out of the gates, I'm going to take this in order. And let me preface this by saying our picks last week were on fire. Our picks last week, 7-2-1 and one against the spread. I mean, that, listen, I'm not one to pat myself on the back here, but you go 7-2-1 and one against the spread? What more can you ask for? Uh, what more can I give you? So give me some leeway here week two because uh, the week two games are much tougher to pick. We'll start with Texas and Alabama. College game day is going to be in Austin. Uh, this game is going to be very interesting from the standpoint of just Nick Saban, Steve Sarkeesian. The line is 20, 20 points. Now, here's the thing. This is all about how the Texas secondary cannot get blown out. If the Texas secondary does not get blown out, then uh, you know what? They are going to hang in this game inside of 20 points. I'm in no way predicting a Texas victory here. But I'm getting nearly three touchdowns with the Texas Longhorns in this game. The talent gap is not 20. That's number one. The talent gap is not 20 between these two teams. It doesn't mean Alabama won't win by 30. They certainly can. I'm not going to sit here and be shocked if Alabama wins by 30 points against Texas. But Steve Sarkeesian, this is the kind of game where if Steve Sarkeesian gets embarrassed, people start questioning you. Already, you know, it's Austin, Texas. People are questioning Steve Sarkeesian. We know that. I mean, it's Texas. But he can't get blown out in this game. Um, our guy, Greg Snows, who is doing our Bevo broadcast, uh, our Texas Longhorn-specific podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Just search Bevo Broadcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Greg had an interesting tidbit that he shared this week that apparently Gary Patterson has been basically the guy prepping for this Alabama game for like weeks. Not Pete Kwiatkowski, the actual defensive coordinator. I'm sure he has been too, but Gary Patterson has played a big role in basically trying to scheme for Texas, uh, for Alabama, against Alabama before anybody else or more than anybody else on the staff. So that is going to be very interesting. But for me, Texas can cover. They're home in this game. I know that Quinn Ewers, big spot for him, young guy, hasn't played this kind of a team before. But the talent is there for Texas to hang in this game. And if I'm going to get Texas at home with 20 points, I'm, I'm going to take it. Even if it's one of those things where they're down, uh, let's say they're down at the end of the game, 42 to 21, right? That's not a cover. But then you get a garbage touchdown at the end. You got to cover. At home, UT plus 20, I'm on the Longhorns plus 20. Next up, K-State and Mizzou. Very interesting old Big 12 North matchup between these two teams. 
Now, here's what's interesting about this game from a K-State perspective. We'll have much better idea about how well Adrian Martinez and Colin Klein work together after this game. We know that Martinez was uh, turnover prone during his time at Nebraska. Now he goes up against a Missouri defense that began its season with three interceptions last week. But here's the thing. Mizzou's defensive coordinator has been a revolving door with head coach Eli Drinkwitz for, you know, he's on his fourth D.C. in the last four years as head coach. So they're going to have to take advantage of Missouri's uh, uh, defense as best as they can, especially along the interior. That's where the Tigers lost their top three defensive tackles for this year. So that's where you got to get Deuce Vaughn between the tackles, Adrian Martinez between the tackles, and that's where K-State can absolutely win this game. Missouri wants to win this game with its running attack. And here's the reason, um, you know, I I like K-State to win, but I'll give you my pick here in a second in terms of against the spread. The weakness for K-State is the secondary. Missouri does not want to stretch the field. That's not what they do. They want to use their running backs, uh, Nathaniel Piat and Cody Schrader, to win this game for them on the ground. That's what they want to do. So if Missouri's going to win, it's not going to be one of these, you know, high-flying, high-scoring games. But I believe that Missouri can cover the eight points. I do think K-State's going to win. I know that's not what you're here for. And I hate splitting the difference like that. But I think K-State wins, but Missouri can cover the eight points. Something like a 34-28 K-State victory. Maybe 28-24, something like that. So I I like Mizzou plus eight in this game. Old Big 12 matchup. I'm going Mizzou in that one. Next up, Texas Tech and Houston. So a lot of people are freaking out about Houston needing triple overtime to beat UTSA, Texas San Antonio. Now, that's a, you know, that's a good program there, okay? It's a good program. Let's not look at UTSA like it's a joke or a walkover of a program. It's not at all by any stretch of the imagination. So Houston is a top 25 team. Yes, they have to go to Lubbock. Tough place to play, I know. Future Big 12 matchup. But a couple of things here. Texas Tech is down Tyler Shuck. I know some of you Tech fans think you've upgraded at quarterback with Donovan Smith, the backup, who started the last four games last year and looked very good on Saturday against Murray State. But there was a reason Tyler Shuck was picked by Joey McGuire and this staff to be the starting quarterback. Number two, Houston's a team that, you know, top 25, going to the Big 12 next year, wanting to make a statement against a future Big 12 opponent. Houston's got all the motivation. And to me... What happened last week was Houston fell asleep at the wheel overlooking UTSA, thinking already about Texas Tech. So Houston's a very uh, talented team. Dana Holgerson knows the Big 12, obviously, from his time at West Virginia. He's not going to be intimidated. I believe that Houston covers the three points in this game. I think people are undervaluing Houston in this game because of what they did or did not do last week. But I think they were caught asleep at the wheel week one, UTSA, looking ahead to Texas Tech, looking ahead to a future Big 12 opponent. And uh, as much as, you know, Texas Tech looked great beating Murray State, it was Murray State last week. So you're still working in, you know, your backup quarterback technically. He's getting reacclimated this week. Uh, You know, I've got to see what this offensive line is going to do for Tech against much better competition in Houston. I'm going to roll with Houston plus three against Texas Tech on uh, Saturday. Next up is Cyhawk, Iowa State at Iowa. One of the most underrated rivalries in all of college football. 
especially the last few years, it's been great since Iowa State got Matt Campbell, basically. So Iowa is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home in Iowa City. Now, Matt Campbell's never beaten Iowa. All the great things Matt Campbell has done, he's never beaten Iowa. Think about that, right? It would make no sense for Matt Campbell's first win against Iowa to be with a first-year starting quarterback in Hunter Deckers on the road. But that's what I believe is going to happen. If nothing else, they're absolutely going to cover at three-and-a-half points as Iowa State. I look at this and I say, first off, Iowa's offense is an absolute joke. They don't know what they're doing on that side of the ball. If Iowa State limits its turnovers, they win the game outright, but I still believe they cover it three and a half because this has 20 to 17 either way written all over it. Heck, this may have 13 to 10 written all over it. The over-under is 40 and a half. I'm not going to touch that. I'm just letting you know. I mean, for college, that's incredibly low. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying, okay, I get a gunslinger and Hunter Deckers. Yes, he's on the road, but, you know, he's an Iowa kid, been around the rivalry. It's not going to be too big of a stage for him. And he's got great weapons like Xavier Hutchinson, right? I mean, he's got all these guys that you think about and you say to yourself, they, they can absolutely go there and win this game. They can. I mean, the Iowa, the Iowa offense is going to do absolutely nothing. I know maybe the Iowa State defense is not what it was last season, the last couple of seasons, but it's still a stout defense. And the offense had to score two safeties to win the game last week against South Dakota. So I, I like Iowa State to, if nothing else, cover the three and a half. It's going to be an incredibly low-scoring game. Iowa State's loaded with weapons. Deckers is a really, I mean, he's going to become much more of a household name after this week's game potentially beating them outright, covering the three and a half. I've got the Cyclones in that one against the spread. Then we get to our first conference game of the year. All right, first conference game of the year is going to be West Virginia against Kansas. Now, nobody has raved more about Kansas after week one than yours truly and what I saw against Tennessee Tech. It was darn impressive. And I believe in Lance Leipold. I've been a Lance Leipold guy. I've uh, endorsed and supported Lance Leipold um, in this hire for Kansas since day one, but especially here as of late. With all that being said, West Virginia's home. West Virginia's had extra time off because they played Thursday night last week in the backyard brawl. It's their home opener. They're ticked off after losing that pick game the way they did. It's conference play. They're not going to overlook Kansas this early in the season. They're playing Kansas in, you know, week 10 after a big game against Oklahoma or something, maybe. But this is not the case. They're not going to overlook KU. They've had extra time off. Neil Brown has to win this game convincingly, and he will with JT Daniels at quarterback. And this is a West Virginia team that should have beat Pitt probably last week. So I am on the Mountaineers, minus 13.5 in this game. I love that number for West Virginia. I'm also looking at this and saying to myself from the perspective of, uh, you know, the Mountaineers on both lines are just far superior to what Kansas is bringing to the table. Kansas is getting much better in the trenches, and, you know, Kansas fans should be very happy about that. But for this game in particular, I am on West Virginia minus 13 and a half. Before we get to the rest of the games of the Big 12 and my picks against the spread, if you are in Kansas, speaking of Kansas, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live, and they are a great and official sponsor of this show at Heartland College Sports. So, uh, as we get ready for the NFL season this weekend, DraftKings giving you a great deal in Kansas. All right, here's the deal. 
You bet any pro football team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. That's a deal. On top of that, how about this? Celebrate at DraftKings. New Kansas customers can't miss offer. Bet $5 on anything and get $200 in free bets instantly. So all you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code HCS, Heartland College Sports, to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's code HCS only at DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 800-522-4700. 21-plus, physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas on behalf of Boot Hill Resort and Casino. The next games, Oklahoma taking on Kent State. Kent State's a 33-and-a-half-point dog, and I am going to roll with, yes, Kent State in this game. 33-and-a-half points. Oklahoma uh, is going to be looking ahead to Nebraska. Keep it simple. Don't overdo it. Don't overshow your hand on the playbook. And I like Kent State in this game to cover the 33-and-a-half. They've got a solid offense. Last year, Kent State was fourth in the nation with over 500 yards of offense per game. A lot of new faces, but everything I've read, everything I've heard is that uh, they believe this offense can pick up where it left off last year. And they played Washington to, you know, a couple of touchdowns last week. Now it's Oklahoma. Yes, it's on the road. 33 points with Nebraska on deck. I am going to take Kent State and the points in this one on Saturday in Norman. Oklahoma wins convincingly, but 33 is too much. Next up, Oklahoma State, Arizona State. Uh, the weakness for Arizona State is the offensive line. So if they're and their wide receivers. So that's the worst case scenario going to Oklahoma State. Worst case scenario, because Oklahoma State's strength is its D line and its weakness is its secondary. So if you're uh, Arizona State and you're weak on the O line and you're weak at wide receiver, uh, that is a bad situation for the Sun Devils going into this game in Stillwater. Uh, on top of that, they're replacing four players in the secondary based on the week that Spencer Sanders had in week one and the way he spread that ball around. He is going to have himself a field day in week two. They'll tighten things up uh, defensively in the secondary. You know, a lot of those points were garbage points last week against Central Michigan. It made the score look closer than it really was in the end. So I'm taking Oklahoma State minus 11 and uh, sending a bit of a message to Mike Gundy to the Pac-12 saying, hey, all right, not so fast here. Uh, this is not Big 12, Pac-12. We're not equals here. We're not. I'm going Oklahoma State minus 11. TCU, Tarleton State. Uh, this is one of those games you go with the gut. All right, there's nothing to learn. Uh, you could study uh, Tarleton State all you want. Not going to do you much good. TCU at home, coming back after a good road win against Colorado last week. Turned it on in the second half. You can see what that offense is going to be. I like TCU minus 36.5. This has 52-7 to written all over it for the Horned Frogs on Saturday night in Sonny Dykes' home debut in front of the TCU faithful. So TCU minus 36.5. And, and then possibly the game of the week in the Big 12, BYU and Baylor in Provo, Utah, also a future Big 12 showdown. We know BYU is a really good team. They're returning 18 of 22 starters. We know that. 
We know what they did last year, playing all those Pac-12 teams and beating all those Pac-12 teams. This is different. Baylor is, if all things click, is right up there as a top 5 to 10 team in the country. I think Baylor wins the Big 12. They have the best offensive and defensive line combinations. They have upgraded at quarterback with Blake Shapin. They are four-point underdogs in this game. I know it's on the road. I know it's late at night, 9.15 Central time. But if I'm getting Baylor with four points, I don't care if it's in Provo, Utah, or on Mars. I'm taking it right now. I'm taking it against a Baylor team that I believe, you know, pound for pound, uh, BYU's got a lot of experience. They're home. I get all that. But pound for pound, talent-wise, Baylor's better. So I'm getting the better team with four points and a team that's played higher-level competition. I mean, you know, we love BYU. We're looking forward to you guys being the Big 12. But when you beat the Pac-12, that's a little bit different than just going out there and beating Baylor who just won the Big 12 championship and I believe is the best team in the league right now. So I'm taking Baylor plus four. The thing to watch is that BYU's strength is the offensive line. One of Baylor's strengths is its defensive line. That's where this game will be won or lost by either team. BYU's offensive line against Baylor's defensive line. So to recap the picks, tell me what you love and what you hate on Facebook Live if you want. Uh, I went 7-2-1 and one last week, just reminding you that. I've got Texas plus 20 against Alabama, Missouri plus 8 against K-State, Houston plus 3 against Texas Tech, Iowa State plus 3.5 at Iowa, West Virginia minus 13.5 against Kansas, Kent State plus 33.5 against Oklahoma, Oklahoma State minus 11 against Arizona State, TCU minus 36.5 against Tarleton State, and Baylor plus 4 at BYU. There you go, our Big 12 football picks against the spread. I'm Pete Mundo. It's great to be with you guys for another week. Enjoy the games. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the like button on YouTube and on the podcast, as always. Rate, review, subscribe, share it with your friends. I mean, we were when I started this thing, if, if I had 10 people listening, I was like, cool. 100 people listening, great. 1,000, amazing. And now, you know, between the website, the podcast, the videos, we're reaching millions of Big 12 fans every month because of you guys. So thank you for spreading the word. There's no big conglomerate behind us. We are truly independent, as independent as it gets. It's you, it's me, it's our sponsors. Thank you to DraftKings. Uh, Use our code, if you're in the state of Kansas, HCS for Heartland College Sports, and you'll get a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. When you send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thank you, guys. Love you. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the games this weekend. Take care.